Good morning and welcome to Monday morning, February the 21st and 2022 on When I Rise. Today we begin year C and this Sunday coming up is called Transfiguration Sunday in the church calendar year. And on the Monday of the week, we'd like to take a look at the Old Testament passage that comes from this week in the Revised Common Lectionary. And so we find ourselves in the book of Exodus, Exodus 34, verses 29 through 35. So let me read that passage, provide a couple points for reflection, and then we'll spend our time praying along the theme that we find there. Thanks for making us part of your morning on When I Rise. Let's allow our souls to rise and meet God together in a time of prayer. Exodus chapter 35, verses... 29 through 35, sorry. When Moses came down Mount Sinai carrying the two stone tablets inscribed with the terms of the covenant, he wasn't aware that his face had become radiant because he had spoken to the Lord. So when Aaron and the people of Israel saw the radiance of Moses' face, they were afraid to come near him. But Moses called out to them and asked Aaron and all the leaders of the community to come over and he talked with them. Then all the people of Israel approached him, and Moses gave them all the instructions of the Lord that had give, the Lord had given him at Mount Sinai. When Moses finished speaking with them, he covered his face with a veil. But whenever he went into the tent of meeting to speak with the Lord, he would remove the veil until he came out again. Then he would give the people whatever instructions the Lord had given him, and the people of Israel would see the radiant glow of his face. So he would put the veil over his face until he returned to speak with the Lord. This is the word of God for us. In communication theory, we say that the medium is the message. And what we mean is that there is no like objective and sanitized message that uh, is free from being shaped and being formed by the means by which or the medium by which it comes to a community. So, for instance, when an, an angry preacher talks about uh, God being among us, if th- that, that preacher is angry, then what's lingering with the message of God being among us is that um, God is angry, right? Or if someone is um, in rapture and they talk about God being among us in delightful terms, then the message that we get also, even though they may be the same words, uh, the medium changes its message shaped by it right and this is what we see in this a quirky passage here in um, exodus chapter 34 i like the way that daniel erlander talks about the wilderness experience the wilderness campaign of the people of israel he called it wilderness school because israel was shaped they had a mindset in egypt and they needed a different mindset when they went into the promised land um, after their time in the wilderness. And so Erlander, in the best way possible, as he's trying to communicate and boil down, what is all this chaotic traveling going on in the wilderness? He said, it's a re-education. It was a conversion experience for the people of Israel. Um, perhaps in Egypt, they saw those who spoke of God as someone who's really high above them and they cannot be uh, challenged. Uh, they cannot be approached. And so but maybe God wanted something different. And so here we have this quirky passage where Moses is veiling his face and then he's unveiling his face, right? When he spends time with God, he can be uncovered and, and there's no hindrances between he and God and the glow of his face doesn't have to be uh, shielded away. But when he speaks to the people, um, 
he veils his face uh, so that uh, people can withstand uh, the brilliance of it all, right? And this is just a, a quirky way to talk about how does God communicate with people. And so what this people needed for this moment was to see that there was someone set apart from them, Moses, God's friend, God's messenger. And they could tell by his physical appearance that he had been with God. Um, but they also needed to be approached. Uh, they, they, Moses didn't want to preach from the mountaintop all the time. And so Moses wanted to be among them and he wanted to communicate plainly what God had told him. And so there was a provision for that. They would put a veil over his face. And so the words can be heeded, uh, but the words can also be treasured because they, they seem to have come from just a different place from God's presence itself. This wasn't just the common wisdom that they could pick up along any dusty path in wilderness or from the neighboring Moabite communities, but this was a message that came straight from God. But it came from God through a human being to a a community full, a massive community full of other human beings. And this begins to see the picture of what Israel was going to be. God always destined for Israel to be a set-apart people, like an advanced copy of what the people of God would be like. But they would also be a very common people. Um, Even that term Hebrew, uh, it wasn't meant in the most delightful of terms. It was almost like a a put-down for the people of Israel when they were in Egypt. But then again, they, they kind of tend to embrace it along the way. Even the term Israel is Israel who is one who strives with God. That striving could have a couple of different meanings, but one of those meanings is someone who regularly trips over uh, the, the, the desire and the pursuit of wanting to follow God. It means someone who's not perfect, uh, someone who is heading the way towards perfection, someone who is, who is wrestling and someone who is fatigued because of that pathway. It's not just a nice stroll downhill, but it's a a rocky, craggy fill to climb up a mountain. But one is strengthened as they do so, right? And so this is just a neat way and an image and a metaphor to talk about how Israel is going to communicate and hear from their God. It was this weird veil process with Moses. So Moses has been in God's presence. He does have God's words and he gives them to God's people. I think that what we'll see later in the week as we get closer and closer to Luke chapter 9 where Jesus is transfigured before uh, some of his disciples, we're going to get to a passage in 2 Corinthians 3 and 4 where Paul will use this this episode from the wilderness to talk about how um, Israel received the words of God, but those words take on a different and more brilliant feature when we see Christ in the middle of them. I think that we can go ahead and just you know, telegraph that, but talk about it today. Um, we do hear from God. Sometimes uh, we don't hear it fully. We hear it, it's a bit muffled perhaps because it's being spoken behind a veil. But nevertheless, you and I can embrace the promise of God that he'll never leave us or forsake us, that like a shepherd, he's going to lead us. We're going to know his voice. And so um, I'm not saying that we're going to hear at with absolute clarity, without a, you know, with a with 100% uh, confidence that we're going to hear from God today. But I do believe that we are going to be led by God today. And so part of prayer in the morning is to say, God, I'm open to be led by you today. Whether that's through the scripture or through prayer or through a conversation with a friend, through a circumstance, or maybe through some uh, data that goes on, like maybe a story that we hear or a podcast that just resonates with us or a song that lingers in our soul that speaks wonderful words of life to us. Like In all these ways, we have this like radar open of hearing from God today. So that starts with a confession that we need to hear from God and a prayer asking for God's help to hear him today. So with that in mind, let's spend some time praying for our God this morning. Mm-hmm.
Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, we rejoice in who you are today. We thank you that we have a brand new day. And, um, air fills our lungs and we have intention and purpose today, whether it's school or work or community or helping and serving. We thank you that uh, there's hours ahead of us that can be filled with faithfulness or idleness. And we choose faithfulness today. And we understand that faithfulness comes because we want to respond to you. We believe that you're a covenant God. You're in rugged relationship with us. We think that you're always speaking to us. We confess that sometimes we deny your voice, so we don't hear your voice, and we act on our own. And so we confess to you today that we want to, we want to be your covenant people. We want to hear from you, and we understand that that takes some mediation, that takes different sources, and that takes uh, patience perhaps on your part and our part to understand you. And so God, today, we just confess to you that we want to hear from you. We also confess that we have trouble hearing from you, but we know that grace is sufficient so we pray that by your grace, you would speak to us, that we would understand, and that we would follow you today. So Holy Spirit, speak to us in any means possible so that we get to the end of this day. We would have a confidence that we communed with you, had relationship with you, and that we heard from you today. So speak to us, Father, we ask in Jesus' name. Amen.